Hi, this is podcast of What Does Life Expect From You? It expects a lot from each of us. It expects a lot because we can give a lot. There is so much information coming at us each day of every day, and there's only 24 hours in a day. This podcast is trying to give you information to help you in these times so that you can age healthy and die healthy and know what's going on around the world and in your community. And how much I love hospice, and we usually talk about health things. I talk about current events or what's happening or history. I give a lot of little segments, and I want you to know how much I love hospice. And I do not mean to say anything about dying in hospice because I had my mother, brother, and sister all died in the hospice program, and I love hospice. I went to their counseling for several years. They are a good group of people, and I love them. But I just do not want my children to have to watch me die. I want them to remember me as being productive and healthy and aging wonderfully. I'm I'm not sure that's the way they will see me, but that is the way I would like them to see me. I would like to take a moment here and give a moment of quiet reflection to a man I did not know, but a man who apparently wanted to be an astronaut from when he was a young person, who had bad eyes, but eventually had laser some laser surgery done and was able to become a pilot. He died this past weekend he, in a horrific crash plane outside of Nellis Air Force Base, somewhere in the northwest of Nellis. He had a Ph.D. in aeronautical engineer, plus five other degrees, including a master's degree in business administration from Penn State. So he, this, this guy had spent his whole life, he was 44, he had worked for Whitney Pratt uh, Engine Place, but was testing some kind of a, uh, he was a test pilot and he was testing some kind of plane, apparently, for the Air Force. His name was Eric Schultz, and he was 44, old for a test pilot, and and he was, I don't know, he could fly. He was one of 29 men in America who who tested to be able to fly the F-35. That's how smart this guy was. But here he was, he was test pilot, he was doing a test pilot, you know, run, and he was killed. He had a crash. and But take a moment and think of Eric and his path and why all this education and wonderful family, and he was probably fly, flying some kind of around, maybe it was a $30 million plane testing it. He had a dream and apparently loved what he did, even though he could have been a CEO of some company. He wanted to fly. That was his plan. And he did everything he could to to fly. But this week, just take a moment to reflect on this man. His name was Eric Schultz, in case you want to look up and see what he had accomplished in his life. This week, we have segments on flu shots characteristics if your birthday is September 16th, the four different blood types in the world, and the Myers-Briggs personality type ISTP. And from Dr. Agarwal's book, 
we'll have a section on coconut. And we'll have a section on divorce and how it affects a child's life. And that is from the, pe- was a, from the pecking order book. Okay, let's get started. I love Dr. Blaylock for all his research. He is an MD. But here's what he has to say about flu shots. After 30 years of intensive research, much has been learned about how brain cells work and what goes wrong when disease arises. One of the great enigmas has been the connection between vaccines and certain brain disorders, such as autism, ADD, AADHD, Gulf War syndrome, and more common neurodegenerate diseases like Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, dementias, and ALS. As we have learned more and more about how brain cells should work, we discovered that often normal processes such as metabolism could result in the accumulation of powerful chemical byproducts. Remember that, that there are powerful chemical byproducts that can stay in your body forever. They are called free radicals, and they have a capacity to store cells, to destroy cells. What happens to the brain with vaccinations? It seems that the brain is always neglected when pharmacists, pharmacologists consider side effects of various drugs. There are so many shots being given to children, run, one right after another. And there are things in any number of shots that affects the child's brain and the veterans who have ALS. There is a direct connection between mycoplasma contamination of vaccines and ALS. There's a live virus vaccine should should be avoided. Read the insert on side effects or ask your doctor about side effects or look it up on the internet, not only for yourself but for your grandchildren. Mercury is a very powerful stimulator of microactivation and interferes with the protective mechanisms in us by the brain and it's against excitotoxicity which in essence causes intense excitoticity in a child's brain. Know that, understand that, do some research on it so, so you have all the information. Read the, ins- the insert and for anything and everything. Okay, on to coconut. This is in, from Dr. Re- Argerwal's book. The fat that burns calories. I take coke. I use coconut oil in my coffee. Is how I get it. I used to take it. Uh, I bought virgin organic coconut for like oil for fifteen years and taken it. Coconut is eighty three percent fat, seventy six percent of which saturated. The type we were told to minimize because it clogs arteries. But here is the surprise. The saturated fat is what makes coconut a super spice because the saturated fat in coconut is not the same as the saturated fat in meat and milk. 
The saturated fat in coconut is what is called a medium-chain triglyceride, an MCT. Here is a list of how coconut can lead to better health. It is antibacterial. It can help with acne. It is antifungal. It can help with colon cancer, Alzheimer's, Crohn's disease, pain relief. I buy virgin organic oil. I put it into my coffee and it melts and I'm just good. I'm just am not as good as taking a teaspoon directly into my mouth. So that's why I put it in my coffee. We each have to decide how to do things to stay healthy. Okay, the next segment is from the the book, The Pecking Order by Dalton Conley. It's about divorce and how it affects each child differently. And you need to read The Pecking Order. Everybody needs to understand The Pecking Order. And, I, and I'm going to give you my own background is I can attest to about how it affected when I got a divorce in the early 80s as how, how it affected my children's ages and what they each had to deal with. I, the oldest was 18 when I got a divorce. I did not get a divorce till he had left home. He was closest to his father of the three children, and I knew it would be the hardest on him if he had to live with me after the divorce. But was so, he was so bonded with his father, he blamed me for the divorce because he had I, no idea what actually had gone on. I believe we, were, we all have our own circumstances at times in our lives, and we all have to make those decisions. And children are so, they're just maturing and developing, and the box is just getting a little bit farther open each day. So it's very hard for them when parents go through a divorce. I can't say it isn't. But sometimes maybe it's hard for, for children when their parents stay together and, and, and have, are hateful and, and are not nice to each other. My daughter was a second child, six years younger than the oldest and becoming a teenage girl and trying to find her way and become herself. The grass was always kind of greener on the other side, kind of a young person, but found her way early on through the tough toughness of the divorce. She was very courageous, smart, and very and she still she is very successful in a man's industry. She has so much common sense, but still has those second child syndrome uh, characteristics. I lived on a very tight budget, and so she only had $100 a quarter for clothes, and that was hard to do for a, a teenage girl in the 80s. The third child was a six-year-old boy who was sick to his stomach when this all happened. He had a wonderful teacher who helped him a lot and talked to him, and be, and he became more balanced uh, from a divorced family. Loved that guy, that principal, and he was he was in the school district throughout my child's school years. That is a short piece on how divorce affects children, but that is my view. The children's view would be entirely different, I'm sure. That is to be expected. But they are all successful in their own right and let them try to figure out and I let them try to figure out what went wrong with their parents by themselves. I tried not to say anything negative as much as possible, which is not always easy. This next segment is on blood types. 
There are four different blood types in the world, and there's a few offshoots from those four, but not very many. Do you not think we are all connected by these blood types? Every country, every every human person in the world, there's only four blood types. So my way of thinking is that I'm probably more closely related to a type O in Japan, Egypt, Siberia, Costa Rica, and Mexico than I am related to the cousin who has type AB. Am I? It is an interesting theory and one that has never been discussed or debated before. Find out how your blood type and family and friends blood type. I love Dr. Diamato's book on blood types, but the above is my own theory alone. You have to have theories. You have to have opinions different from everybody else. On to the segment on ENTP from Myers-Briggs. Personality Development Inventory, your extroversion, your intuitive, your thinking and perceiving. You have to have a complete understanding of a lot of the preferences, so you need to understand the preferences. So read the Myers-Briggs book. There is pressure not to use your real type. There is. There always has been. There always will be from parents, from managers, from coworkers, from friends that dictate certain behaviors. You may be in your teens or early 20s and therefore still exploring your preferences. Or you may be in midlife and working to develop the less preferred functions. You may be under a lot of stress and so not behaving typically. It may be better to think things over and not create more stress by pushing for a decision. Your type by itself is a, is a source of difficulty getting to the best type fit for which you are most comfortable. Remember that you have to be most comfortable, not anyone else. Who are you in this skin? On today's segment on birthdays, if you were born September 16th, you have a tendency to go beyond the limit and you find it difficult to give in to defeat you, you need to know what is beyond the blue sky and have the patience and agility to find out. It is a calculated effort, and you are usually successful in your quest. You may have problems speaking your mind. You should stand up for yourself. No one else will do this for you. You have, to, you have a way of making people laugh about the situation. You love to learn, but you hate to change. My, my, that's a lot of us, isn't it? You need security and still stability. Do not overanalyze every single thing. You are a go-getter. You expect perfection and are disappointed when things are changed. You may worry too much. This could be unhealthy. Okay, so on to another segment. And just for a couple minutes, this is from geoengineeringwatch.org. This is Dane Whittington's website about how the weather is being engineered. But in this program, he has a retired CIA officer that talks about the shadow government that is outside the Constitution that controls a deep state. And I would hope you will take time to listen to this YouTube. You will learn, certainly learn that they have been violating the law and civil rights over the years. 
if you have any knowledge of JFK murder and how it was a coup on the federal government and our presidency, please look at this YouTube, do some re your research, and, and Dane Weddington's website is great for geoengineering of the weather. Go and watch it. Thank you for listening to this podcast today. Talk with you next week. Another interesting show in the can. Love you. Bye-bye.